happy day, everyone. Uh, we're here at our little cabin. Just kind of doing up the spring cleanup after our busy winter on the hill. And uh, it's Kevin and I this morning. Uh, please, if you haven't checked out uh, sizzlenotfizzle.ca, please have a look at our website. And uh, on it, well, hopefully you've accessed this podcast from the website. But you'll see uh, Six Minute Sex, the book that we just uh, published last November. Very exciting, very funny, very fun. Uh, certainly about staying in love, connected, passionate, intimate with your chosen one, uh, your favorite long-term partner. So um, hopefully you don't have a lot to choose from. And remember, it's not a how-to, it's a why not. It is a why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take advantage of that warm body right there that loves you? Uh, so today we're, we're doing another top 10 uh, this morning uh, and I'll probably write about that on my blog as well as uh, this being a podcast but today we'll be looking at the top 10 things that will kill your date not night not your date not <laughs> and it becomes your date not not, <laughs> not your date night Good one. Uh, and date night can be date day or as you've seen from the other uh, blogs and podcasts certainly on sizzle not fizzle.ca uh, it can be any time of the day at, at, at the whim. And I guess one of the things, uh, of course, emergencies don't count, like things you can't predict and that are emergencies and demand your attention immediately. These are not, those are not included in this little list. So what do you think about that, Kev? Let's step right in. What are we at? Start with number 10. Well, I, you know, I think we should talk a little bit about date night because there's some things I've learned about date night since we've been sort of really uh, just, uh, well, for me being more aware of it. And so when we call something a date night or a date or a coffee date or whatever, something changes in our interaction. Setting aside time. It is setting aside time for sure. And it's about the language we use with each other. So, so some things we just don't talk about at all. Like money. <laughs> yeah. Or renovations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grounds for divorce there. <laughs> or boats. Um, yeah, there's there's a tenderness that comes in when we call something a date night or a date coffee or whatever. The minute we call it a date. And um, the other thing that, you know, like, just be respectful of each other and and, and be kind to each other and have sex first right it's always a good model oh and why is that a good model well if something goes wrong at least you got that part right <laughs> <laughs> oh kevin you're always the optimist i don't know something happens something changes for me uh when we are intimate um and then we do something together and it's really really special uh, everything softens uh my love for you that all all those great hormones that are released during lovemaking uh, last a while and uh, that tenderness is still really a part of our interaction so um, it's like the afterglow and it's so wonderful uh, I think it's so wonderful anyway let's move on uh, number 10 on the top 10 things that will kill a date night number 10 late one of us is late. Yeah, if we make a, a time, then it's important to be on time. 
never a good start if one of us is already angry and the other one's rushing around. And, you know, I think being late, like, it's almost like saying my time is more valuable than yours. And it's also like saying whatever the event was that made us late. And remember, we're, we're uh, deleting any emergency that cannot be helped and needs attention immediately. But being late is almost a choice, right? So I, if I let somebody, and this was more true, I think, when we were both working full time. Like now we're retired, so it's it's a little bit different. But I, I think that um, if I let somebody take my time away from you, I'm actually, I'm, I'm making a pretty big judgment there that something else is more important than you. And that is just not the case. Well, nothing's ever more important than you. It's just that. It's just that what? <laughs> <laughs> At that particular moment, <laughs> something comes up that you should be letting go, but it's easy to get caught. Yeah, so so be respectful of that of that time thing, particularly if you're still in the working world. Uh, number nine. It's about conversations, about things that don't matter on a date night, and business conversations, because, I mean, let's face it, we ha within our relationship... We have lots and lots of business-like partnerships that we have to that have to keep running smoothly. Yep, and some dog would like to have a date right now. If you hear, <laughs> if you hear any background noise, it's the dog with her broken ball. She's trying to shove it in my lap. Yeah, a little distracting. There she was. But it's true. Like you know, I. Conversations about business uh, have to stay out of the date night. They they just do. Whether you know who's getting up early, who's getting up with the kids, who's running this, picking up that. That stuff doesn't have any place in a date night or well, in a date. So it's good to make time for that kind of stuff at different times. Yeah, and and if you get stuck in that loop, which we've often just slipped in there because there's so much that has to that needs attention. One or the other has to say, "Hang on a minute, we're off off track here." Like it's you have to, it's a real big awareness. It's true. Where are we? Number eight. Number eight. Topics that bring angst or disagreement. We kind of just touched on that, didn't we? Money, kids, issues, rentals, voting. That's pretty much what you know. Well, voting's not business, but it can be nasty business <laughs> <laughs> and it has been <laughs> nasty business hours and hours of boredom <laughs> followed by a few seconds of sheer terror <laughs> yeah well you know the last thing you want to be doing is solving an, solving a problem uh, on a date night or trying to solve a problem or especially if it's an ongoing one um, and I, you know it comes to mind and I think we've got this probably coming up is uh you know, when I'm trying to talk with you, even just this morning when we were setting up for our, uh, for this uh, podcast, I was trying to get you to input on something, and you weren't listening, and you were on your phone, and that, that's the stuff that makes my head want to explode. I mean, it, it was pretty, we got through it pretty quickly, but, you know, leave that stuff, leave the phone in your pocket, or better yet, not in the room, but leave the stuff that needs some some business conversations to, to those kinds of times because they way outnumber date night times. Of course. And I need to think about these podcasts as being a date, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's 20 minutes. 
So uh, in, uh, number seven on our top ten list of what'll kill a date: too much alcohol and too much food. And or yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that needs any, any more, any more conversation because, you know, too much alcohol, too much food will put you to sleep, and too much alcohol, well, it has different things to different people, but it isn't where you want to be going on date night. Even yeah. though you've had sex first, you've had your intimate time first, you've got all that lovely afterglow stuff, you know, chances are, you know, just don't do it. Just, just take care and, and, and surround yourself with that, that goodness with, with your partner. A little bit is good, a whole lot more isn't necessary. Right. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's what I need to remember. Just because one is good doesn't mean two will be better. Just because two is good doesn't mean three will be better. You know, that, that when food is good, just enjoy it. When alcohol is good, just enjoy it. So number six on our top ten things that will kill your date night. All manner of distractions. All manner of distractions. TV, phone, other media distractions. Yeah. Put on some music. That's my my recommendation. That's your go-to. Yeah. Put on some music. We'll still chat then. We get the TV on. We'll get focused. And, uh, or phones or anything else. We just, it grabs our attention as opposed to music, which now, just helps the mood. Now, let's just say that, um, because we, we've talked about this, is sometimes movie night is a date night. Yeah, but it's not very interactive, at least for that part of it. No, it's not. That's why I like being at home where I can hit pause so we can at least take a break. Uh, go to the movies and you're kind of just glued there. That's true, and you're not not that we're big movie goers, but but it has its attractions, but it also has its. Uh, I don't love that kind of focus for any length of time usually. No, and and um, uh, in terms of movie night, movie night is, I mean, at home when we do this all the time, uh, you know, popcorn and you know a glass of wine or milkshake you know we, we we choose to sit down and watch a movie and and then we we get up and we move around and we take a little break and we take a little break with each other but when movie night is the date night we want to watch a movie let's say we've even <gasps> wait for it rented a movie online um you know that demands some certain attention and so it's going to be a different kind of date but just know know your audience and phones i think phones might be the number one cause for divorce I don't even <laughs> do you know what I mean by that yep yeah. <coughs> you're stuck in the rabbit hole with your phone yeah and it's really about nothing it's about nothing oh boy can I go down that rabbit hole pretty quick but not during a date number five to killer for date nights is bring back a conversation that in the past has led to an argument well, there's a good idea oh my gosh why do we do that do I do that? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, a conversation that didn't get finished because of whatever went on. Uh, um, it's just, it's the wrong time to bring it up. Remember that uh, w- what we said, date, having a date includes a different kind of conversation that is actually boundaried with some tenderness and some love and some intimacy. Number four. Number four and what will kill a date night. Rushing. Talk to me about that. Ah, uh, you wrote it. I'm not sure what to say here. <laughs> well, there is a partner that you want for life. 
Well, rushing, think about it. Okay, hurry up, I'm home, let's go, let's go, let's sit down, let's do this, you know. Instead of letting just the moment grow into something, um, feeling that, okay, and you know, this can be true too. Rushing, okay, remember we said we were going to have sex first. Let's go quick, 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 let's go have sex. Although, that can be fun too. <laughs> right? That can be fun too because, you know, let's say you're trying to fit it in between. Well. You've got to check with your partner and make sure they're on the same page in terms of timing expectations, I guess. So I, I think some roles need to come in. Like rushing, sometimes a, a, one of the partners feels like they have to rush because something is weighing on their mind. Something has to get done. Something has to get finished before the end of the day or the night or whatever whatever it is. And so trying to fit it, I mean, to legitimately, you know, so for example, for if you were, if you had something that had to get fixed or done before our next day started and you didn't want to let me down about date night and I start feeling like you're trying to rush through it and just be done with it. Like be honest about what's going on. Like tonight is not going to work for me because I've got all this stuff in my head that I can't get out of my head. And it's hard to predict that stuff gets in your head, whether you're planning it or not. (laughs) Yeah. But some stuff, lots of stuff you can just put aside and say, okay, for these three hours, you know, we're just going to be involved in each other or in whatever we're doing. Uh, if we're, you know, if we're paddling or we're, you know, whatever, whatever we're doing, we can, we can, but sometimes I know for you, when something is in your head and you can't let go, none of that tenderness comes into a date. It it seems like more of a chore. Okay, quick. And checking your watch, when's this going to be over so I can get on to the next thing? I think a better plan would be to say, Hey, um, my head is full. Can I, and then, you know, come up with a reasonable alternative, uh, whether it's after this has been dealt with or tomorrow or next week and, and recognizing that it's just not going to go very well if we, if we stay on this plan. We need to be able to reschedule. Right. And honest about needing to do that. And it can't be an excuse. It has to be because my head is too full or this is, this is, I can't get it out of my mind. Um, I think that, I think that's fair enough that you can renegotiate the time. Not too often, but yes. So that's what rushing means. Okay. Just in case you didn't know. Uh, uh, number three on what'll kill a date: expecting too much from the other. Now I have to say that I'm the one who's mostly guilty about this. Right. I'm. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what kind of things they're referring well, to. Well, do you remember when, um, uh, you know, I had all these expectations that you would come with flowers or chocolates or a bottle of wine and you would, you know, I would be the center of your world and all of this stuff would happen. And and, and it, when it didn't happen, I was disappointed. Oh, yes. And you would say, what did you say? Sorry. <laughs> Well, no, you didn't, actually. You said something like, um, if you want that level of romance, that is not me. And, um, you know, I'm capable of lots, but that, that, you know, if I don't tick all of those boxes, I don't think I'll ever, I ever will tick all those boxes. No, it's not my specialty. I do lots of things for you, but I don't tend to do that. No. And, uh, you know, I I remember... um, 
I remember us working through this. Uh, what do you do to care for Cindy? Well, you keep my car running, you keep the washer and dryer and the dishwasher running, you keep things so that my jobs are easier and uh, I can get the stuff done that I have to get done. That is the way that you take care of me. And that had not occurred to me before, and it is so true. I think one of the lessons we both learned was, what is it that the other partner does that actually takes care of, of, of him or her? And really, you know, flowers, chocolates, and wine go out the window when the washing machine doesn't work, <laughs> or the car won't run, or start. And I think it's, it's fair enough to say... Um, thank you, Kevin, for always looking after that stuff. And, um, you know, I'm so glad I, f I finally got it. There's all the stuff that you take care of as well. You feed me really well. Uh, well, <laughs> I know I do. But I think that... You take uh, care of me. Yeah, uh, but I, I can't think of a time when I thought you expected too much from me. And I wasn't able to. I just think you're you're just so good at just letting me be me, and uh, understanding what I do to try and take care of you. Anyway, expecting too much from the other, even on a date night, ex don't expect too much. Know what you've got. Know know that you've bought the whole package, all complete with bows and ribbons, and complete with the other stuff too. Beware of charming men. You're you're okay with me. <laughs> yeah, beware. Of <coughs> my mother used to say that. Beware of charming men. I think she thought my dad was charming. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, uh, the second, number two for kill a date night. It's too complicated. There are too many moving parts for this thing to actually work, get off the ground, and have a successful date. Yeah, sometimes adventures, that's just all they are, adventures. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Not really loving adventures. Uh, they can be fun, but might not be a date, really. It it might not be a date. It might just be an adventure. And and what too many things, too many things planned for one little uh, piece of time, and at any moment something can go wrong, and the rest of the plan falls flat. Right. Do you remember when we were going up to Whistler for that secret date? I was taking you on that secret date. And the, the bikes fell off oh, the front yeah. of the truck. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I tied them on for like a, you know, 20-minute drive or something. I wasn't expecting uh, road destruction for miles. <laughs> no, and then that, suddenly they bounced up and, they, and then they bounced right under, which was an integral part of our date because it was a whole weekend date. Remember that? And we were going to, I had a plan to bike ride and a this and a that. Oh, my God. I, I don't think I even knew it was going to be an overnighter. No, you I, didn't I couldn't know. understand why we were driving so far for a date. For a bike ride. For a bike ride. That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And, and so then the bikes went under the track. Well, I mean, again, it's because of your ingenuity and your ability to just, you know, bend things back and fix things that the bikes actually were rideable still. But that could have ruined a, a, quite a big chunk of what I had planned. I had a lot... Riding on that mm -hmm. bike ride through, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it worked out okay, but it was a bit, uh, I was getting pretty frustrated with the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were get, and I, I just kept thinking, wait till he finds out where we're going. I was actually planning my own date because that's what I wanted to do, and, and I, I wasn't sure that you were. Anyway, the bikes falling off the track, hopping off the front of the track and going underneath could have ruined 
most of what I had planned for that day, but you were able to fix it. Anyway, just be careful that you don't get too many moving parts on the date that, that uh, where one thing goes wrong and everything will, will just explode or lay flat. And number one, the number one top date killer, top date killer, a lack of commitment to the date by one or the other. So you plan it, you make it happen, you both say yes, but actually one does not have his or her heart in it. It seemed like a good idea at the planning stage. And then, and then. What? Something in my head starts buzzing. In. <laughs> uh, well, I think um, I think the intention is always good, um, but I know that this shift that when we used to when when we still do, but when we started date night, I don't th I don't think your parents ever had a date night that you ever told me about. I I know my parents did things that were date night like. And they would they'd go for a walk together almost every evening uh, that it wasn't raining. And that was their time together away from four kids. But I'm not, and I saw that modeled. And I also saw them go up to the cabin on their own and have their own weekends. And like, and, you know, they'd go on little trips together. I never got to see much of anything like that. No, and uh, that, you know, what's mo modeled for us is what's, what's imprinted on us, actually. And so that was, I think that was... You know, I think maybe lack of commitment might be a bit strong uh, in terms of the number one thing, but it felt to me like a lack of commitment on your part. You know, you can't always work. You gotta play. Jack and Jill gotta play. Kevin and Cindy gotta play. We gotta play. And I think that you're that you think that now. Is that true? True that, but we do get caught up in timelines like we're in now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Just a little secret note. Some big trip is coming down the pike pretty quick. Yeah, we're way behind in our preparation. No, we are not. Well, I am. Well, <laughs> I'm not, so we'll be fine. Anyway, anyway, I guess what we want to say is, just in closing, there's a couple of things. Like, really, if you can, do have sex first. Seriously. It just is nice. And it just makes you feel good the whole time. The whole time. And then your date will go better. And don't bring up topics and don't get on your phone and don't don't do things that aren't all about your partner. Good advice. Good advice. That's what we got for you this week. So everybody have a great week and don't forget, hey, you got an idea for a podcast or a blog? Contact me on sizzlenotfizzle.ca. Let me know what you're thinking. Let Kevin know what you're thinking. Don't feel too sorry for me. It's a pretty good life. And uh, so from Point Roberts and the cabin, from Lovely and Kevin, Lovely, our dog. Thanks, Cindy. And been making all the noise in the background. Uh, have a great week, and, we'll and tune in next week to sizzlenotfizzle.ca podcast and blog. Hey, have a look at the book. <laughs> <laughs>